Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Feed for Service Dentist Podcast, Dr. Sunny Spirit. Today, our special guest, the one, the only, Dr. Nicole Vane. She's got some great updates, her vision, what's going on in her practice, what she sees, talks a little bit about membership plans, talks about culture, and how the doctor really not only has a purpose of the leader, but what that really means. And honest to God, not being afraid to roll your sleeves up and do that work. So I think you're gonna really enjoy this one. If you like it, hit subscribe, share with your friends. If you don't like it, please share that with me so we can make some adjustments to give you guys more of what you really want. Our show is sponsored again by the great Kettenbach. Imagine one product for every cementation protocol. Well, it's now available. It's compatible with all substrates and all restorative designs. Its unique technology permanently bonds materials using a dual cure phase transfer catalyst. It also features easy peel cleanup, saving time and stress when removing excess cement. That product is called Spicalis Semcor. It's a cement and a core buildup. Hit them up at Kettenbach at kettenbach-dent.us or call them 877-532-2123. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Have a good one, everybody. My name is Drew Burns, and I'm a part of a small group of dentists who believe something crazy. We believe that the standard of care is just not good enough. We demand the best of ourselves and the best for our patients. We believe that the best way no, the only way to practice dentistry is on our own terms. If you ask the dental consultants or the corporate CEOs, they tell you that what we're doing isn't smart, that fee-for-service dentistry is dead, and that the golden age of dentistry is over. Yet, while others focus on profits first, we focus on the patient first. And yet, our offices are some of the most profitable in the entire country because we invest in ourselves and we are doing things right. It's our name on the door and it's our reputation on the line. My name is Drew Burns and I am a fee-for-service dentist. This is the Fee-for-Service Dentist Podcast and these are our stories. Welcome to the Fee-for-Service Dentist Podcast. And we are very fortunate, very blessed. We have our good old friend, Dr. Nicole Vane, who... Anybody who's on social media or any of the Facebook sites, I'm sure, is familiar with some of her stuff. And if you listen to our podcast, you got to be very familiar with her because she free freely shares, very generous with help and information and videos and training stuff and just a, and, and a wealth of knowledge. She's a complete CE addict, and she loves to learn, and she loves to share it with everybody. So she said... To me, in a text, hey, I got a bunch of new stuff I got to go over. So I was like, all right, let's do this. So I was really happy. So welcome, Nicole. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for uh, staying up late for me. I know with our East Coast time difference, I appreciate your fitting me in. 
I'm getting to be that cranky old man, you know? <laughs> yeah, I definitely uh, don't sleep enough. My Fitbit tells me so, but. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I, don't wear, I don't wear one of those. I don't want to hear what it tells me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we. I, I texted you some things that I thought, since I've had a lot of people reaching out to me lately, that might be helpful about some things that have been really successful for me this year. Some of what we were talking about was new patient flow and websites and social media and branding. Um, and then also kind of on recreating your, your vision to make sure that everything is uh, flowing the way it should be. Um, I've reached out to you privately several times because it's funny, some of the questions I get, and you and I are both, and Dr. Bernstein, always happy to help. But it's it's kind of like people are like, so tell me a little more about how I could uh, go out and network with everyone. And, oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. Tell me more how I can be the top of the SEO page and how I can get 50 new patients a month with one letter. Yes. And by the way, um, what marketing company are you using? I was really unhappy with mine. I only want to spend about 2000 a month. But can you guarantee me that yours, even though I have no affiliation with them, I'm just telling them who I use, will put me at the number one ranking and get me 50 to 100 new patients a month? And you're like, you clearly don't understand the process on SEO and funnels and all these other layers that go into marketing. And, you know, um, there's so many aspects to going out on network and then building a successful fee-for-service practice. Uh, I enjoyed Danica's uh, honesty and her podcast last week. Yeah. I almost took this in my car just so we could stay on theme with uh, (laughs) the audio. She puts it right out there, right? I mean, it's so uh, cool. I mean, she just... The future of fee-for-service dentistry is based in membership patients. If you need help starting your membership plan... Or if your plan is too big for your team to manage, visit dentalmembershipdirect.com to set up your free membership growth solution demo with our team. And I, I don't know if she really appreciates how fantastic she is at just stepping in. And there is absolutely, there's no no. You, you don't say no. She She's going to find a way around it and get to what she wants. And she's not willing to roll up her sleeves and do anything. I just, I just love her yeah. positivity. I mean, you know, yeah, like she's like, I'm just going to make it happen. And I right. will say, maybe that's what I like about her. Cause we have that in common. She's had a lot of um, things that went wrong for her with her construction marketing and whatnot. But the good thing is that she learned from it and she pivoted. Um, and and how many people thing- would be crushed? Like how many people would just be, Oh, I can't do this. It's oh, they much. used up all my working capital, so I yeah. guess I can't open. Oh, <laughs> woe is me. And she was like, well, I guess it's going to be me and my mom putting up drywall until we get this figured out. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of been my my path as well, but that is where a lot of this learning has come from. I didn't know marketing when I opened. I didn't understand SEO when I opened. Right. Coming up on my ninth anniversary. Um, there's a lot of things I didn't know, but most of what I learned, yes, I'm a CE junkie, but I was from the school of, of hard knocks. And so, um, you're, you're willing, you're willing to work to work it out. That's, that's what I I mean too. Cause I find that a lot of the successful dentists are, 
they're they're into the CE because they want their skill set to get better. They want to provide more for their pay. You know, they want to yeah. be a better dentist. Period. Better communicator. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and it's it's no secret. You know, I mean, uh, it, it's you know, I'm what am I? I'm, I'm 59, and I I still love to especially sit in a classroom with other people. You know, I, I think I learn sometimes as much from the people I'm sitting with that I am from the presenter. Me too. So. That's where I met Shepard DeLong and a couple of those other dentists yeah, who had on the podcast. Guy. I was really inspired by how they've shifted their practice models to bring their dream, build their dream practice. So yeah. for me, I've been realigning my visions and I kind of wanted to share some things based on what people have been, been reaching out to me about, about different mastermind groups, different coaching, levels of coaching, um, and how to get a lot of that implemented. And I found that my responses have changed. Mm -hmm. I'll say, I really liked this company, but Mm -hmm. you have to be very involved, know exactly what your brand is, and do these five things, and then you'll get a huge ROI. Mm -hmm. But it's not you can just hire them and they're going to come in and transform your team, transform your culture. I found over time, unfortunately, none of them are going to give you systems where it's like a a printout, Mm -hmm. you know, here it is. Checklist. Here's here's your success for driving your overhead down to 50%. Oh yeah. Just get, get a cheaper lab. Like it's, there's never a one easy fix. Yeah. What is it? That checklist manifesto, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Where's the I mean, there's, a lot, I gotta check. there's a lot of steps that'll move you forward, but what I found the biggest change for me this year was at the end of last year, I was texting with you and a couple other mentors, and I just thought I need to slow down to speed up. So that's been my theme for this year, and I kind of wanted to dive into a couple of those things because as we mentioned um, earlier, like, I, tr- I was trying so hard. I thought leadership was understanding the top level stuff and then just delegating it. The problem is it just kept circling back. Like this yeah. employee isn't doing this. So I'm paying for phone call recording and coaching, yet I'm seeing them not do any of the stuff I'm paying for. Mm-hmm. So then why am I tolerating it? What if yeah, no it's a waste of money, waste yeah. of money. Yeah. And so what, um, One of my dear friends, his name is Dr. Greg Campbell. Uh, I don't even know if he listens to this. He just sold his practice at, uh, he just turned 60. And he's like, Nicole, you need to sit down and start putting a bunch of blocks in your schedule and make sure you're doing all the 30, 60, 90 day reviews. Make sure that you've reviewed everything about your handbook and roll it back out to the team. Make sure that you reviewed every system manual and roll that back out to the team. So I spent December doing that, being really clear on things. And then January 1, it was go time. And um, I will say it makes a tremendous difference. The Doc Sites provides affordable and effective websites for dentists with no long-term contracts, transparent pricing, and great customer service, starting at only $59 a month. They also provide optional online marketing packages to help increase your online visibility. For special offers, including up to 25% off your website setup, text FEE4SERVICE to 818-489-9823. 818-489-9823.
888-900-9823. This is a limited time offer, so text now and lock in your savings and visit DocSites for more information. You know, you know who does that really well is um, I interviewed him. Is Tuan, and is, is his first name, Tuan, uh, his last name is like Fleischman. Oh. Fleischman. I, I, I'm mispronouncing it. But he is that Maverick Dental is his kind of his consultant yeah. group. And he's big on, okay, I have the manual. I pass that out. And when I hire somebody, I quiz them. And it was the first time it really kind of stuck like, God, that's so simple. You know, so if I hire a dental assistant, here's what I expect. So, yeah, it's a checklist, but it's also, did you read it? If you read it, you'll answer these questions. If you haven't, uh -huh. you're, you're just really reinforcing the fact that you read the manual. Like, you know, and my dad would tell me all the time, it's not what you expect, it's what you inspect. Uh -huh. So yeah. in that situation, listen, I gave you the manual. Oh, yeah, great. I read it. Okay, well, here's a quiz. Well, wait a second. Well, did you read it? And then you didn't read it. So we're not going, to, you're not going to advance. You're going to stay here. And yeah. it's, it was so simple. And the way you said it was just so matter of fact, that was like a little light bulb for me. I was like, gosh, that makes sense. It really does. And it sounds so simple, but it really right. takes a lot of time. Well, so it takes a discipline. Were, it takes yes. a discipline. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why um, you saw my posts last week or the, uh, my videos I rolled out. Oh, yeah. So I decided to redo those. I wanted it in my own words. Um, a lot of this was very inspired by Dr. Todd Snyder. Uh -huh. uh, he's very no nonsense, very driven. Yeah, he's no nonsense oriented. He, yeah. He doesn't he, waste a syllable when he speaks. <laughs> no, everything is very disciplined. And he wants to know how you said it, why you said it, think about what you say before you say it, and then anticipate what they're going to say and already know your response. So it's the correct response to get the outcome that you want. Really good at that. Coaching all that. He's really good at that. Yeah. And I am so in awe. I can say that I have not yet mastered it, but I keep um I keep cycling through a lot of his programs. I actually think they're they're great investments. Um side plug for him. I mean, I'm not paying anything. I just think yeah. he's fantastic. I've done probably fifty thousand in cosmetic training. I took all of Spear, I took all of Hornbrook. Um, I signed up for his veneers course. And I was a little skeptical about it being online. I'm like, well, I already know a lot. It's actually fantastic. Fantastic. So now, for who's doing that? Wants, who, who, who's running Dr. that? Oh, okay, cool. Platform. Yeah. Um, or there was only one newer grad who hadn't done any cosmetic cases in our, in our pod that was going through the, there's some Zoom call meetings, but to really learn how to do and close these big high-end cases, which is something a lot of people who are drawn to fee-for-service would like to do, including right. someone like Danica, who's taken Dr. Hansen's training. I would I would give a plug for that. And then also for his ones on, um, there, there's Inception, a couple other ones that are really just about learning how we speak to people and how that's being received. But where I was missing, a piece is um, taking control of my schedule and taking control of the team again mm -hmm. in that um, I wasn't scheduling the time in my production column for the consults. And 
I happen to see a lot of complex cases. Um, I don't even think a lot of the patients know that it's complex. <laughs> They're like, well, I broke a tooth. And you're like, oh my goodness, your airway, your curvus B, you have a tongue tie, you have this. And so I wasn't given the appropriate amount of time because when you're rushing into hygiene, even though my hygienists are phenomenal, it's a big information dump for a lot of people. And it wasn't always landing the right way. Or even if the patient was capturing pieces and they were ready to schedule, the front was confused. They weren't prepared. It wasn't seamless. And so what I did was redo my schedule blocks to one, have admin time every week for myself. I'm not forced, that's Friday. a forced discipline that people forget. Yeah. No, I forgot. I'm telling you, I forgot. This is why I'm like, we have to have this podcast because we're still at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And I shared with you, actually, um, I accomplished a lot of my financial goals last year for the practice. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you talking about that. Like you were planning, putting money aside. Uh, you you said like, okay, you're going to take this course. They were like, okay. But a lot of it wasn't, it's not the hedonic treadmill that it was, because obviously it doesn't end up in my pocket, Mm -hmm. but crossing over $2 million and having it be the Dr. Vane show, the solo doctor that's constantly just driving the team and pushing the cart and whipping the horse and then cleaning up the house horse manure and then cutting the grass so the horse has something to eat. It's exhausting and it's, it's actually just, it's not worth it. And um, I do want to circle back to membership plans, how I grew to that number. Okay. But um, it led me down this path of the slowdown to speed up. Like I want to have the time to close these bigger cases, to really interview patients, to not be running around from chair to chair, and then be essentially leading on the fly. Hey, don't forget this. Oh, don't forget that. Hey, leave me up. Oh, can you bring me this? Like, I was allowing these bad, bad habits. And so um, I informed the team very clearly that that was not going to continue. Before we go on break, these are the manuals again. I want each of you to reread each page, sign off on it. We're going to meet again in 30 days. And uh, I will say that they didn't quite take it seriously. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that. Uh-huh. I watched the videos. That was good. And yet um, when I had them score themselves, for instance, on patient experience, Two of them scored themselves a two and put nothing wait, wait, wait. in the notes out of section. 10 or out of five? Out of five. Okay. But two is below average. Yeah. Yeah. And I keep giving them information on patient communication. I'm having them mirror me. We're doing role playing, but it's still up to them to be able to up that game and consistently greet the patient. So one of the videos I released, if people want to see more, I can put more out there, mm-hmm. was just essentially it's a combination of um, Dr. Snyder's program and a couple others on customer service on how patients should feel, what I'm trying to present to the patient, and how a team should act to give a patient a five-star customer experience. And the end result is these bigger cases. You mm-hmm. can't close a big case on the fly. And it's not that I only do big dentistry all day, but I will say that I was allowing my team to put a filling in the middle of a large schedule block. They're like, oh, I don't have a sedation case that day. And now I have the discipline to say, let it sit there. I want everyone to see that and know that we're not going to bonus that day because I have those cases. I have 
a ton of them. I could print a list of them, but we're not performing as a team well to be able to close that because everyone now is getting on this habit of like, oh, what are they coming back for next? Oh, just number 19. Okay. Uh, yeah, Sandra, can you um get them in for number 19? Uh, yeah, I can get them in for number, not like, what about their SRPs? What about their ortho? What about this? Yeah. What about that? Yeah, yes, S's and seats. Yes. And so I have really absolutely been disciplined about that and making sure they're following the schedule blocks. And then if they're not, I actually am going to go through some of the pain of say, I need you to call that patient. I understand you put that there. That's not going to work. I'm going to tell you again why. And, you know, oh, but she's really upset. She wanted money. I know. I know. But there's a really specific design for these blocks. And I'm going to re-explain it to you and ask me any questions you want. But I need to know this isn't that you understand the why so that we don't keep doing this moving forward. And I have seen a big improvement in that as well. So we're not having like a huge day or a case that's closed yeah. essentially by me. And then I'm like trying to phase the treatment plan outside of the room and they're calling them back. Like it had gotten really, really messy. And so, um, but then I got emails when I mentioned that in a Facebook group, like, oh, can you share your schedule blocks with me? And it's like, it doesn't work like that. It's not from practice to practice. They're going to be the same ever. It shouldn't be. You know, yeah. Like how you practice and how I practice are different. You know, yeah. And and even just the just like take the same procedures. We're going to have a different style and a different technique. You know, uh, the one thing that we wanted to hit on there were a couple points we wanted to hit on. So I want to I want to let's bring it back to. We wanted to talk about marketing, right? Number one, we wanted to talk about marketing. Yes. What did you want to cover with marketing? I'm all ears. Um, so part of my, at the end of last year, when I was focusing on it's a possible recession where, you know, things are slowing down and um, I did want to raise my fees. I posted about that as well. But part of raising your fees isn't just raising your fees. I want to have the value that supports that. Just part of my, the way I grew up, it's like, I don't, I won't feel good charging a certain amount for a crown. I want, I want to feel like patients are getting good value still. Um, and that they really feel that it's not just like, Whoa, that's expensive. You're out of network. You know, it's that, well, actually like even my patient this afternoon, he comes out of network with great paying insurance because the reality is I don't know of another dentist that would try and get him through these large fillings. He's a previous drug addict who has been clean for five years. Every single tooth is going to need a crown. But one by one, I've stabilized each one. He's needed a couple endos along the way. But that's the value is he'd be on the one crown a year and bombed out mouth, or we're going to keep working through large filling and pulp cap and large filling and pulp cap to get him healthy. And that he sees the value in that because he knows if he goes anywhere else that someone else is going to not be willing to do that for him. And of course, all the other layers of being a drug addict, he's hard to numb. He's a severe gagger on top of it. And I can't sedate him because of his history. And so anyway, um, I really wanted part of my branding to be cohesive with my website. So I redid my logo and then I started planning some photo sessions. My old website is nine years old. All of my, all of my patients come through my website and YouTube. 
And I have to say, YouTube costs me nothing. I literally have spent nothing. And I get at least a patient a day just from content that I have out on, on YouTube. Now, so your YouTube, I, is it your YouTube channel, correct? Yes. Yeah. I don't even know if it's Dr. Nicole Bean or if it's Moon Lady's channel. I think it's my name. But it's just on like biomimetic principles and salivary testing and pulp caps and how someone can improve their oral health and all, all sorts of little things that I just feel like posting about or talking about. But people are Googlers and they look stuff up and eventually it gets traction. Now, so are, I you, wanted, huh? are you doing what, what's what's your like? I know Alessandro, right? His his thing is kind of a two to three minute video without saying exactly that. Uh, do you have that like with your videos for your YouTube channel or is it really just based on what your content is? Um, you mean having a time limit? Yeah. Do you try to make it like, you know, <laughs> the old joke, an average, an ARV, an average restroom visit length, you know, like, you know, like, so a I, I, I would say, like a two, five, two to five minutes. So I didn't before. And then I decided to redo everything, especially uh -huh. now that I've learned a lot about SEO. And then also um, my videographer and my photographer are like friends of friends, but they, they're not dentists. So I would say, did that make sense? Or what did you think? And then they're right. like, let's see if we can do it even shorter. Can you shave off like 30 seconds? I'm a and, big believer in that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it took me understanding what I wanted to say and it took their feedback. So we have my longest ones are about two minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. My old videos were anywhere from like nine to 17 minutes. Yeah. You lose. Them, and there, there are people that'll watch those too if they want to know more. Mm -hmm. But I decided to to redo my whole website so it wasn't um, so much scrolling. It was more like easy to digest and then cohesive. So my scrub colors and the pictures are about the same. Um, I personally didn't like looking at myself back in 2014 in my old office. I was like, oh, my God, that's horrible. Mm -hmm. And also I improved my audio. So what I did first is I redid my my logo with something that was very meaningful to me and something that I wanted to put everywhere, all over my website, all over cups, mugs, future branding, future giveaways, chapsticks. And then I redesigned my photography because the reality is if you're gonna make an investment, it cannot just be stock images. And I found that really interesting when people reach out to me about who's my marketing team is you will never get page one ranked without original content ever. And a lot of these companies who can keep the price low are cross posting. I don't Google who's up the street. There's five dentists within a half a mile, but if they all have the same picture as me, if they're all using the same company, Google's not going to know the difference about what makes us special. And we should all have, I mean, you don't even need high end cameras. I've posted a lot about the Dentaphoto iPhone jig that's $149. I mean, it can take some phenomenal photos if you want to just step into it that way. But at least even if it's a family photo of you, if you have more original content, it gives patients an idea of who you are. It brings in a better clientele. And it also is going to help with your Google search because I don't, currently I'm not spending almost anything on marketing. I'm just 
building the foundation so that now I can start funnel marketing moving into this year to get the types of cases I really want. But it took me getting the photos, the videos, the quick videos so I can repost to social and then recycle those. And then also leading brand strategy meetings with the, uh, with the marketing agency that I chose. Now, do you have a team member that is responsible for the posting of these things at certain times, or are you, you doing that yourself as well? I have, I have not found a team member would be very um, aligned with how I want it done. But no, I mean, you're doing the content, but in terms of, okay, listen, paste. Even the post posting. This, post this to Facebook, put this on my yeah. Instagram. Like, so then I set it up so that my um, my marketing agency switched my social media person. I've had two that, no, I've had three before and then one now, uh, one before now with this company that just, they would just post crap like, oh, it's National Toothbrush Day, you know, uh, it's National Dog Day, show yeah. me a picture of your dog. And I'm like, that's not going to give me any ROI um, for what I'm I'm wanting to do. And so I finally have a girl, I was sending her posts of things I liked. And then she's now texting back like, Hey, why don't you attach a 30 second video with your voice explaining why tooth gels are bad for your teeth or why brushing with charcoal toothpaste could be abrasive or whatever. She'll send me that. And then she wraps it all with a bow and she knows how I want it to look. And then she'll do the posting for me. Okay. That's and great. so, and it's like I'm telling you, everything I do is very inexpensive. Well, it's thoughtful. It's thought out, and there, you have a you have a bigger. The biggest thing that I, that I'm that, that's coming through loud and clear to me, big picture here. It's not. It's not. It's not. Um, you know, it's not like okay, I'm having a cookie here. I'm having a cookie here. No, I'm having an entire meal plan, and you're going to have an appetizer. You're going to have a you know, a main course, you're going to have a, you know, secundo and a primo secundo and, you know, then a dessert, you know, et cetera. It's just, there's, there's a bigger thought process to the forest. You're not just focusing on trees. Yeah. And I will say that was my error before. I'm like, Oh, I'll add implants. I'll add this to my practice. I'll add that to my practice. Now I'm going to go get my IV certification, but I wasn't clear then with how, how am I going to implement this? How am I going to roll it out to the team? Who's going to train them? How am I going to get these schedule blocks in there? Is How's the front going to understand I can't do five hygiene texts if I am going to do an IV case? Well, you, you, did my to, schedule blocks? you did have to prioritize a little bit, right? Because you can't, you can't eat that whole elephant all at once, right? You've got to do a few things. So at what point did you say to yourself, listen, I'm scrapping my, my, my website. I'm completely doing and, and where did that list on your ranking of importance of things you wanted to do? Uh, I realized that January of last year. Okay. And then, unfortunately, um, I am a voracious eater, so I'm like, I'm going to gobble this elephant down. Nom, 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 until I ate so much I got sick, and then everyone got sick around me. Yeah. Meaning, like, I, I force-fed it too much, and then I realized maybe midway through the year, I'm like, most people can only handle one change at a time. So trying to roll this out to the team, it's too much for them to improve our phone call skills, change our scheduling blocks, change our fees, add implants, add implant protocols for when the guide goes out, when it comes back and change the lab log. 
it was it was too too much for the team that I had, and also without me having everything written out first, it led to a lot of errors. And so I I realized that about midway, and the, what I decided to do was hunker down and fix it myself. I realized that paying a lot of money for other people to try and solve it, it just doesn't work. You can go to all these implant classes and Shepard DeLong, for instance, is very successful. He's, he's built this practice and he's lecturing, doing all this. But I, when we sat down at lunch, I wasn't like, hey, so will you, um, like when you get home, will you email me a Word document about your how you do implants um, so I can just give that to my team on Monday and we're going to start doing more implants? It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. So I think getting really clear on what my vision was, I went to a business mastery workshop with Mark Costas. I'm really hoping Dr. Snyder teaches one because I really do enjoy the way he, he speaks. But Mark Costas is also very disciplined and he actually gave the first good syllabus. Where is it? That had the best slides ever on every single thing by department you need to have done in an org flow sheet. And I will say, this was what was missing from my life. This was the light bulb where I was like, hey, consultant, give me this. Hey, coach, give me that. But so folks that are listening, you can't see what, what Nicole just held up was a, a bound notebook that looked like it was pictures of slides. So it was sort of the slide presentation and video, like a a picture format. And that was by who? Dr. Costas, did you Dr. say? Dr. Costas. But it was like a business mastery one day thing. Uh-huh. But a lot of it is uh, just an overview. And then it was like fill in the blank. Did it did it apply to all practices like fee-for-service, PP, everything? Yeah. Right? Yep. But yeah, it was yes. very clear on the org charts. You understand how everything's going to trickle down through your organization. Who's going to make what decisions? And then how decision trees will go. And so it really geared me in the right direction. You could actually just take that and put your logo on every page for most practices. That's the first workbook I've ever been given that was really directional in that way, where you can make it yours really easily. Mm -hmm. um, because I was relying on these coaches and some are wonderful, but they're better training one-to-one. -one. And what was missing for every single one of them was accountability. They lay down some information and then they just leave. And I'm like, so uh, Janie's phone calls really suck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, on my next call with her, I'll go over that. I'm like, well, you've had six calls with Janie and she's now at six months and not her 30 days. When do we even get to the next 10 levels of what her job role is? And why isn't, why aren't you reporting to me that she's failing daily? Why am I going to you saying, wow, she doesn't understand how to block production. She still can't close big cases. She still gives patients a Dentrix printout versus our folder and, you know, knowing how to present financing. So, um, so I really just decided to, to take all that back over after his seminar and outline what I wanted. And I noticed there were some big gaps in my, my, um, my practice flow. Uh, one mm -hmm. being, that people have a very hard time training on the difference between sales and just case presentation. Like I view myself as just an educator. I'm here just to tell the patient what I see. Like a contractor doing a walkthrough. Oh, 
You want to re redo your kitchen? Yeah, you, you could have an island. It can only be about this big. Um, if you wanted more than that, we'd have to redo your plumbing, do that. Oh, I don't want to do that. Okay. But it's not, you're not selling someone. You're not trying to then say, oh, if I do their kitchen, I'm going to close them on the whole house. So I'm just going to present the whole house. And or I'm only going to tell them about Ikea cabinets because they seem like they're a really cheap person. Like you, you, you learn as educators how to just talk to patients, what type of patient they are. Are they overly analytical or whatnot? Um, but it, it was hard for me to take all this training and then have it translate to a team and a handoff and then have them go in the consult room with when I'm with another patient, not hear what they're saying and then not see the cases closed or go well. And I'm like, that was, we had a really good connection, that patient and I, we built a lot of rapport, what happened? So what I noticed is they weren't comfortable at all with giving patients financing options. And so when people are being presented with cash only or give me your credit card, if things just land a different way, it doesn't sound good. So I really wanted to take a look at that process and um, who helped me actually, uh, we ran into each other at a course was Dr. Lin Tao. Oh, Lin, yeah, yeah. So I he lectured a lot on financing. I took one of his online courses a couple years ago um, with a team I no longer have and they all kind of blew it off. They're like, eh, whatever. Oh, we don't need that. Everyone just goes to care credit, but there's so many better options, especially for bigger cases that are better for the office in terms of the percentage. It's easier to get the person approved and it's easier to get lower payments. Yeah. So throughout the year, when I started looking at these practices that I really admired that were doing these huge cases, they were number one Invisalign provider. They were never saying, oh, your Invisalign is going to be $53.95. They were saying, Miss Jones, do you have a budget? We could get this Invisalign and all your crowns to fit into as little as $80 a month. Oh, yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'd probably rather spend more than drag it out. Okay, so would you be comfortable with $250 a month? They're never saying this is the whole amount. And hey, you, you um, never hear a car sold. You, never see, you don't even see it in the papers anymore. The advertisements no. say two fifty nine a month, five thirty nine a month. Right. Lease programs. No, there's never. This car is going to cost you sixty five thousand dollars. Well, even now, like my figs uniforms that I wear, I have a click to pay option in the cart to break it into payments. My makeup I bought. My makeup's not even expensive. It's like, would you like to break this one hundred thirty eight dollars into four easy payments of yeah. thirty? Like. It's offered everywhere, but I wasn't offering that in my practice in a friendly way. That's also non-judgmental. Like my parents are very much like cash. And I'm like, you guys, why don't you just put on your credit card and pay it off every month? Or why don't you plan for this? Like, why, why do you want to only write a check? It actually helps your credit. It's, it's more affordable. We never know what life hands us. So if someone lost their job, lost their benefits, they're already set. You and should talk so, to a you should talk to a local bank or a local credit union, and set up your own loan program, just like it was buying a car, and and they can come in fill out the application. I mean, we have it. We don't use it a ton, but we have it available. It took us a long time to get there. We use a local credit union, and it was very simple for them to ultimately set up. It's not as seamless. They do have to fill out an application, and and they kind of have, and it's with the bank. 
but yeah, you know, you can really, I mean, your financing rates are very favorable and you, and you can take it out however far they will, you know, 60 months, you know, uh, you know, uh, so five years to 10 years. Eh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so having it, having it be, I, there's one local bank that I bank with that I, I like, but actually Dr. Tao really helped us choose for this case size, do this, for this case size, do that. My team loved working with him. He did it remote and really educated us. Some of them are super easy. They can do a soft credit pull by scanning your driver's license. Mm-hmm. And so it takes two seconds. And so you could already have that prepared. And it was training the team to understand conversations about budget aren't at all intimidating. And I've started that now with, I had to retrain myself. And I was talking to a patient who's in a long-term patient. We're finally doing a full mouth extraction, immediate denture. And he still had always been like, oh, what about implants? And so I said, hey, before we take these teeth out, I want to make sure I still answered all of your questions about implants. Do you have a budget in mind? And his response was, I have $9,000. I said, great, that's wonderful. We'll make sure we use that towards getting your case started and know that implants in the future are a bigger option. Old me would have had my team treatment planning multiple phases and possible referrals, all on X, all on this, all on that. His story told us he's been with my practice for years, has never moved forward. And now they're loose enough that that's going to be the next step. And you know what? That's okay. But it wasn't like we're going through all these efforts to try and close a quote big case that isn't going to happen. We're going to work within the budget that's great for him. And then later we can modify the denture if he comes into more money or doesn't like it. I've already informed him he won't. Then he, he knows. We'll go and we'll try and get him financing for his his implants. And so I think it really took a shift in in me understanding my investment in training. I can't just go to my front and say, book me an ID case for four hours of 10 crowns. Mm-hmm. Book me implants. I just took my implant training. I want to do more implants. But they're like five grand each with the crown. You really have to understand scheduling and financing and how to close cases. And and really, it took for me slowing down to speed up. I had to really watch everyone, keep walking through the office, keep doing coaching conversations. So now I have back office meetings once a week. They're quick. Front office meetings once a week. They're quick. And then I have team meetings, calibration meetings. We have meeting itis a bit, but I will say it's really helped propel things forward mm-hmm. and and have the team where we're hitting goal every day and they're they're now getting their bonuses that they had missed for a little while. And so they can see the wins. And like when we left, my treatment corner was like, oh, what a great day. Those three patients, you know, came and they all of them scheduled for all of it. And it's like, isn't that wonderful? And in my head, I thought it's because I was constantly monitoring the handoff and how it was phased mm-hmm. and what we said. And make sure that we're not just scheduling him, which the assistant was ready to let him go with just what's his next visit? What's the next worst tooth? I'm like, no, no, no. We're going to go ahead. Let's just make sure we present your whole mouth. We've been in this folding water for a long time. I know you have a better job now. And guess what? He's scheduled for all of it versus just the one tooth at a time pattern he had been on based on his previous circumstances. So I really want people to see 
that it takes all these pieces, like you said, a higher level view, and we're just starting the year. So the year can go in whatever direction that they want it to, Mm -hmm. but it does take all these pieces working together. And then to me, that's what I've realized true leadership is, is every consulting company and everything is going to be a waste of money if you're not involved. Mm -hmm. So the couple other things that you'd mentioned you wanted to touch on, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your 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 um, themes for this year. Okay. Um, one of them has been um, driving down overhead. Okay. So also having my schedule blocks perfectly aligned eliminates stress. Everyone's out on time. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone gets their full lunch hour, uh, including myself, uh, having the Friday admin days. And the second is putting up big numbers doesn't matter anything if it doesn't change anything. Meaning like I didn't, I didn't double, triple my income. So it's like, oh, that's so great that I produced what I told you like 2.565. But the way they had our membership plan set up was that it was 20% off of major. It's now no longer. It was never supposed to be. It was supposed to be 10%. It just wasn't 100% clear. So they're like, oh, big things get 20%. Uh, Invisalign gets 10%. So what they were doing is posting it at UCR, like insurance, and then showing everything as adjustments to show the patient essentially the savings. But what that doesn't work for is it showed that I had over $600,000 in adjustments last year for the free cleaning that was included with our membership plan and all these other things, it doesn't work out books wise. And it doesn't work out when you're trying to reconcile your daily number for goal because the cleaning you're doing, the second cleaning isn't actually free. The membership plan is for the year. Correct. Correct. And they're getting a discounted cleaning twice. So we had to reset that up in Dentrix so that Mm -hmm. it posts correctly because I don't know if a lot of people realize this. I personally did not. I know you're a great numbers guy, but all these adjustments don't help for shit with taxes. You don't get more back. They don't yeah. see it as a loss. If it's not in your hand, you can't say this would have been 4,000, but I only collected 800. They're like, sweet. All we're going to talk about is the 800 that you collected. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter that's what, what you your practice boils down to. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can and, say like, that's a big thing in insurance practices. We're a $3.2 million practice. And okay, so you produce that, and we collected, you know, one point eight. So you're at one point eight million dollar practice. You're not three point. And that's why I went out of network. Is yeah. it was painful for me to lose control over all of that. Also, yeah, it spirals. Oh, out. you can't charge that buildup. You can't charge this. You can't charge that. This was rejected, and you have to absorb it. We don't approve this. Oh, this is a frequency issue, and we didn't tell the patient. So we're going to downgrade this, and you have to eat it. And so. Having that pain point with the PPO practice, I really saw it, but I didn't realize that my team, because I was hands-off on that part, had recreated that within my own practice. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to know what I'm taking home. So Mm -hmm. it still says we collected 2.1, but it was through a lot of inefficiencies and then unfortunately a lot of wasted money on coaching and consulting because we were training team members that I never would have hired and some were just not doing any of the training. And so now, if I do do any training, I sit in on all of it. Let me ask you a question. You said you were going to drive down overhead. 
Do you have a do you have a two prong, three prong? What's your approach? I mean, I, I would say one would be increase your increase your your daily, you know, the production, right? You're charging. Yeah, we did that. Um, and then the second off. thing is to pay attention to your expenses. Um, the bigger thing for me was really watching the team inefficiencies. And a lot of that to me goes through reading how the schedule should be. People aren't using their downtime correctly. They weren't putting good things in the high production blocks. And the way it should flow is so everything's flowing, right? It's, it's not like, oh, how am I supposed to do a consultation in the middle of a full mouth extraction and then do two hygiene checks? Then I have the team running all around and then we're supposed to go to lunch on time. Like now they're like, oh, we had four patients in the chair and then five people checking out and they couldn't go to lunch on time because there were three people checking out at the same time. And I'm like, well, that's all by design. Let's look at our schedule. Right. Don't don't put a, an ortho appointment here, a limited exam here, two hygiene checks, and my treatment. And for my treatment, check them in, check them out when they check in. Pre-collect. Mm -hmm. That's one less person to check out. Let's get them pre-appointed while they're there. So it's been a lot of driving home these systems because overhead was a big part of my practice. Mm -hmm. Big loss. The second one was I wasted over 60,000 on consulting last year because I don't have the team members that I should have invested in that I finally was like this person and this person and this person, I spent a lot on them. I, I think I just needed to learn the painful lesson that it's not me. Like, oh, someone can make them, maybe it's, maybe someone else can make this, um, this ugly donkey into a beautiful unicorn. Mm-hmm not going to happen. It's not. Well, I think when you try to make core behavioral changes, that's almost impossible. Mm -hmm. It, it really is. And I don't mean to be defeatist. I actually think there's a place for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, but now our team is very aligned. And again, when we want to get back to driving down overhead, I would have been wasting a lot of money. Uh, several of my friends spend five to 10,000 a month and they get no new patients in. They get five patients a month. I'm spending nothing. And I told you I get 30 to 40 new patients a month. Mm -hmm. But I was losing so many before on the lost calls. I had my chief complaint was no one gets back to me. No one returns my calls. I had a bot installed on my website that I had to take off that was for those virtual consults. Because yeah. the phones were just ringing like crazy. But then we were getting away from the core of checking out our patients correctly, giving them a great experience, making sure that we audited the appointment, making sure that we're collecting on everything that they did for that day. So we have a zero balance moving forward and we're not ever sending out a statement where someone's like, oh, I didn't know they bought product. Well, that's okay. I'll just try and get it from them next time. Like mm -hmm. it, it was, um, I would have been wasting a, a tremendous amount of money more had I done that with no ROI. So I really heavily vetted who I have at my front desk now, and I've been very involved in their training and they're the best I've ever had in almost 10 years, just with their phone skills, how they speak to patients. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say it's just because it's very clear now that that's my culture and nothing else will be tolerated. So they do align with that. I don't mean in a forceful way, but but uh, everyone's always known I've had phone call recording. I would just say the majority didn't care. Now they're like, I really want you to listen to that phone call. That new patient 
that I, you know, wasn't that difficult on the phone as she was when she got here or mm-hmm. she wasn't this demanding. So I'm really wanting to be a team. Everything we do is a team sport, right? We yes. can't put up big numbers without every, every assistant being invested. Them saying, let me scan right now. If we're going to start this, like I was finding all these hiccups with getting things cohesive. I'll give you an example. You're in my chair and I'm doing your crown. And we've talked about ortho for a long time. You're like, yeah, I think I will maybe this year. Great. Let's just take photos and scan you now. It doesn't cost me anything. If anything, I'm just taking records so I can study your bite more at a future date. And I would have find teams like, well, I'm not sure if the front came in yet and collected. We're not collecting anything. Just let's use this time, the crown's milling, to go over their bite, show them the outcome simulator. I want to do this on every new patient moving forward. I'm not after anything. They can still do nothing. I, I'm totally fine with them doing nothing. But let's just use this time to have great photos. We're blowing them away with our technology. And it's taken a lot of undoing that because a lot of them, I think, have the mentality like, what's in it for me? And now think, it's like, well, no, what's no, in it for you get a, a nice little bonus check if they decide yeah. to do it that day on the way out? Well, we'll call a, back. It's a really good point. I mean, Chad Chad Duplantis talked about that. That was one thing he put in with all his new patients. He scanned them. And yeah. a lot of times, and I'm sure you see it because we, we don't do it, but I'm sure patients start pointing out things that they see sometimes before you see them. You know, what about this? What about that? So before we get on, there's one more point you want to talk about, but I want to just give you an opportunity. Was there anything else on the themes for this year that you wanted to add or cover? Um. I would just say just my my theme is um, I wrote down this message because someone told me uh, to write this down. And it's what is this helping me to do that I've been wanting to do, but I haven't done. So looking at every problem as a gift and instead of saying, oh, shit, after yeah. COVID, now yeah. I had a flood and I had this and then I had an embezzler and then I had that. And she sucks. I don't think I told you that one of the team members, I was a little curious about was even smoking pot in her car on, on her lunch break no that's nice tell you that. That, that adds a nice little ting to the office here mm-hmm. no wonder she was super giggly and nice and practically had her head down before lunch and came back she called it her starbucks so anyway i have so many funny stories but right now I'm did, just did, did she did she eat you out of all your snacks in your office i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> all of a sudden we had no food left in the break room yeah <laughs> Yeah, crumbs everywhere in between the keys on the keyboard, and, you know. Everyone's like, candy oh. bars in her pocket of her scrub. And so um, I, I would say the two themes are slow down to speed up, and then you eat every problem as a gift. And what is this helping me to do that I haven't done? And so for me, I did have, I'm not a slow person. So slowing down is very much not in my nature. Like I want it now. I right. want it Amazon Prime. I'll pay extra so it's delivered to my doorstep, even if I don't need those batteries that badly. I just want it now. I want it convenient. And so I had to take a look at myself, but I can tell you the difference because it's been since January. Okay. So December, I did the whole rework of like making sure every system's manual. Um, because I got very tired of people saying, Oh, yeah, I looked at the manual, but it's diff- the set of pictures different. What's different? Tell me what's different that would have kept you from doing this. Um, oh, I did time trial units. What time did you seat the patient? I'm just trying to undo any bad habits. 
What time did doctor come in the room and none? What time did the patient leave? Did they leave with their route slip? Did they leave with their prescriptions? Did they leave with their referral slips? We were having too many hiccups where the implant guide wasn't back and I have the patient in the chair and you're like, so we're supposed to check this a week ahead of time and then confirm 48 hours ahead of time. So how did this get past three people? So really diving into the systems and the checklists and making sure that I'm enforcing them daily to make sure it's a habit. And then and just moving forward, if it doesn't go that way, it's, there can be wrong people on your team, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it's a big, it's a big impact with it instantly getting, getting the compliments from patients again on the way out. Cause I had such a slew with the old team about the phones, about the way they were walked out that um, the whole demeanor being fee for service, things are being handled. We're insurance friendly. But they were just like, yeah, that's your insurance. You're just going to have to hop on the phone with them. Well, the issue is we submitted the claim entirely wrong. The provider number is wrong. The, 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 you, you didn't even submit the perio pocketing with their SRPs. So this isn't denied because they're fee for service. And it isn't their problem. Like we're here to serve them and just do it correctly once. And so it really took um, building the team that's built on that helpful culture too so that they understand that fee-for-service isn't just give me your money and sit down and I'm going to try and do big cases. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of little stuff. And the little stuff ends up big. You can have a really nice, big daily goal if you if you do these little pieces right. Okay, so we're going to hit one more topic. Now, you've got two things that you, you ran by me, so I'm going to give you your choice. Do you want to talk about practice alignment for creating vision, or do you want to talk about membership plans? I, why don't I just do a quick minute on each to tell right. people? Um, seriously, one minute. So my membership, the it's one thing. It's not going to be was, a minute, but we're good. We got time. Go ahead. Uh, I was looking at raising all my fees uh, for my membership plan. There's quite a few people um, that I posted in the group that charged 700 for their new patient exam. Um, I wasn't comfortable with that still. I didn't want to have people turned away. I could charge $250 like Dr. Bernstein does for cleaning. I would lose still quite a few patients. Like people still want to feel good value. Um, So I kept mine at that same amount. I just decreased my percent off to 10%. And then my high-end cosmetic cases, I'm no longer um, giving any discounts on that. If someone wants to do that, yeah. I have an opinion, but go ahead. And like veneers, if someone's like, just, you know, whatever, it's like, well, so, um, and then I was looking at the number of new patients or patients we have in our membership plan. It keeps growing every year. Um, I don't know the exact number right now, but um, just finding out how to market that more. So in case that this fear about a recession, I'm not overly fearful. But again, with the recession, people are going to lose their job, but they'll also lose their insurance benefits. So I've found that a lot of people haven't wanted to slow down the momentum of at least getting their cleanings, getting things looked at. Mm-hmm. And so um, really giving the value throughout the team on the membership plan is just the most important part. Having a nice pamphlet, having it nice in a video for your website. Um, and it's not just 
plug and play. For us, monthly was a lot more expensive for patients. So we still just collect in full to be a member. The only way to do it in my book. Yeah. And then we have a payment table set up. So that percent off is auto tabulated um, for the patient to make it nice and clean. Like today you would have saved, you saved this much. Um, well, I, think, I think the one difference, and I saw this, I saw this posted somewhere today for us, right? We just have a straight percent courtesy. Now, if a person's doing orthodontics, whether it's conventional orthodontics, uh, clear tray aligners, whatever. Okay. They got to pay that fee up front. It's not so much down so much a month, which we do almost out of habit. We almost are filling out the financial form with that in mind. Yeah. Now it's like, oh no, you're in you're in the membership plan for you to receive this courtesy. This is paid up front. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a different ball of wax. So to me, it it should give you a little bit of time value of money. Yeah. Right. So you're doing a six, seven, eight thousand dollar orthodontic case. You're getting, let's say it's eight thousand dollars. You're giving them ten percent off. Let's give them twenty percent off. Sixteen hundred bucks off. So now you're at sixty six hundred dollars. I think right. Mm-hmm. Or sixty four hundred dollars for sixty four hundred dollars. But you're getting that sixty four hundred dollars today, and you are taking the better part of it. Let's say let's just say it's a year to provide it. Right. Now that would be as opposed to sixty four hundred broken down monthly of you know five what would it be fifty five five hundred and fifty dollars a month. Well, you got that money all up front, so to me it does help balance out why you're giving the courtesy mm-hmm. in the fact yep. that that money's coming up day one. Yeah, and I will say that Dr. Tao was really helpful in getting the team to understand how financing on top of that, even if it's an additional hit, you're yeah. saving so much because it all hits your bank account at once. Then you can worry about getting your case fee versus all this like, let me, oh, no one posted this. Oh, this one didn't come through. Oh, it looks like she's behind on four of her payments because her card expired, but we couldn't get a hold of her. Right. Like if you don't have clean and tight systems for how you're doing this, it can be a shit show. Yeah. And so I think a membership plan is is phenomenal. It just has to be set up the right way and have the team really understand it. And again, yeah, my, my my feeling is it's it's one courtesy whether it's anything we do just so the whole office it's very simple. And and it just to me it just reads well. Listen, there, there's no strings attached. Yeah. What do you mean no strings attached? Cuz I I mean there's a guy in our town area, you know, uh 50% off adult sealants. Okay. How many adult sealants are you placing? <laughs> and that's like selling the sleeves out of your vest, right? Like, oh, okay, here you go. Well, they're not part of yeah. my outfit anyway. You know, yeah. that's it's just such it's bait and switch crap. To me, it's very simple. Here's our here's our plan. Here's how it works. You pay this upfront day one, and this is what you get as a result. You get your two cleanings, you get this, you know. And very simple. And we didn't get overly done. complicated either with having a perio plan and a pedo plan yeah. and a this plan and a that plan. It's because that that even just like I said overcomplicates things for the yeah. team on checking out, Simplified. noticing that they still needed to collect for that cleaning, yeah. they needed to renew their plan. So we really refined all of that so that everyone coming through, it's like, oh, okay, hey, Sunny, right before you got here, I want to let you know that today is the day we renew for this cleaning your moonlight savings plan. 
And uh, that would be this total amount too. And and I'll go ahead and I'll collect that from you, you know, the way in, way out, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. And then I still need to get my product and whatever. Hmm. So um, now so are you January to December or do you go yearly per person? Yearly per whenever they pay. What's that? So if you come in in May and you're like, I want to purchase the savings plan, then it's good for a full calendar year until next May. Oh, my God. That's good. Oh. It's actually okay. pretty easy the way we have it set up. God bless you. We don't do that. We try to keep it simple. So it's it's good for the year. You know, because then it's like, oh, well, I came in in yeah, August. I know. But I didn't I get know. my second cleaning yet because she said six months. So, and yeah. then they didn't even have time. So how am I supposed to get in for yeah. my second cleaning? So mm -hmm. that's, those are the things that. I know. I know. We deal with The calendar have made it easier. All right. Okay, so the second point, the second point. So that's the membership. Now, what's the other? The other one was uh, uh, culture dri driving. Excuse me. So the other um, the other question will, was practice uh, time alignment, of team alignment. So the team alignment person. was from blocking time. Um, I will say a little tidbit for for people in this group. I had spent so much on coaching, which I thought was great. But it's time to train the doctor. Like, I want to know every single thing that's told to them. So All-Star Dental Academy is online. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it. Yes, I have. Yeah. Okay. I didn't believe in any of these. And like Laura Nelson and some of the other ones and the dental A-team. I had actually joined some of those a long time ago. And I was like, eh, this is not where you could take someone off the street and train them on good phone skills. Sure. Maybe they've changed. I'm only telling you what, what I knew from before. And I just devoured the, the, the videos. They're short, but their whole call process and how you're greeted and how they handle no insurance is phenomenal, phenomenal. And so it was, it's like $300 a month. You can cancel anytime. And, but it's really nice to have your team go back and say, I want you to watch that video, Janine, on patient experience. Hygiene, I want you to watch that video again on whatever. So if you don't want to create your own videos, but I will say it's on the doctor. You have to watch them so you mm -hmm. know what's going out there. But it's a really nice platform and they're very customer oriented. And then if you wanted personal coaching, that's super affordable and they can align you with a coach. You can join their mastermind. There's a lot of other things I, I get paid. You know, I get paid nothing from any of these people. Yeah. 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 hundred uh, percent. But you, but so it's, that, you know, that really no, helps align no, the team. Yeah. There's no back end. You're just saying, listen, this is what I found helpful. And that's one of the absolute core beauties that you possess is that, it's just unadulterated, pure, benevolent help. And, yeah. and, and mean, it's I, hard to find. It's hard to find nowadays because there's always like, okay, what's the catch? Who's getting paid here? Who's getting money in then, the back door? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's true. Like, I'm like, literally, I'm like, I don't get anything from this. I got you. So I got you. That's, that's what I found was a huge cost savings. So if you compare the $60,000 that I spent last year. I mean, let's look at 300 a month times 12 months. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to do their coaching or something more, the max, max package is something like $9.95 a month. So let's call it the max. Someone wants the soup to nuts. 12 grand, a fifth the cost. 
no. with a huge output on closing big cases and cohesion. Dr. Tao is super easy to book with if you want a quick Zoom call with him. It's like, all these are no commitment. You could say, I think that person's full of crap. That wasn't helpful. It's like, they don't. it doesn't cost much, but I found that a lot of lights went off and I was like, oh, interesting. Hmm, I really like that. Oh, wow, that was easy. Oh, well, what do you do about this? And so it was helpful with creating a master brand, um, depending on what type of practice you have. Because, you know, my practice is different than yours and like they're very different than Dr. Bernstein's. Like I don't only do big cases all day um, in a small practice, but that's perfect for 20 other people I know. Right. So yeah. I, I would say that's a really helpful for team cohesion. And it really helps you with guiding your team meetings. And then they teach you and your team a lot. I found it very effective with teaching my team KPIs. I really like looking at hygiene percentages and this. I just found I'm literally the past four or five years that I've been obsessed with it. I haven't made sense to one person other than myself. No one cares. Putting the goal up there, monthly production, this far away from goal, we add this to goal. No one cared. And it wasn't they weren't getting cut of it. They just didn't understand it. So mm -hmm. I found that this really broke it down so the team could understand how all the numbers fit together. Gotcha. And that makes a practice hum. And so to answer your question about driving down overhead, it's also driving up production right. so that payroll is nothing. It's inconsequential. Lab costs, inconsequential. It's all built in. Already got paid. Easy peasy. We're not chasing money. So those little things have really harmonized things for me. And I, I think that they're quite simple if someone's willing to, to be dedicated and not waste money on these marketing companies that'll literally do nothing for you. So many yeah. of them, I think, are full of shit. Once you understand yeah. how it works, I didn't before, but once you understand how it works, you're completely wasting your money. Mm -hmm. I get That's so also many. some of the things that were good before. Like I'm, I'm going to unvouch for Swell I had a great experience with them. I used them for four or five years. And then all of a sudden I stopped getting reviews at all. And I switched companies and now I'm getting daily reviews again. Wow. So there's little things just to look at. Make sure your what your contracts are and if you can yeah. switch. I think I think by there. by paying attention, I think some companies shift their focus and shift their their um their skills. You know, I think there's a certain companies are good with the, I don't know, what do you want to call it? Reputation management, brand management, yes. whatever you want to call it. And then you have certain companies which are really truly communication companies. And then yes. there's some companies that try to do it all. And, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. So it's, They're always selling you on that. Yeah. Hey, can you come back and we offer these five extra platforms and mm -hmm. you'll be saving $400 a month. But it's also really messy when you dive in on systems, have your front like, so are they supposed to look at Modento and Birdi and this for reviews? And then there's online scheduling through this portal and that. Like, it, it gets completely out of control and you get no mm -hmm. ROI. So yeah. we just uh, came back from the catapult meeting and uh, one of the companies presented, and they are a company that uses AI to analyze the conversations that occur. And you get real feedback in real time such as this patient called, this was the discussion, no appointment was made, missed opportunities. There, there's, there was a whole breadth of information. And I, I was just blown away by the amount and the depth of uh, information that you have at your fingertips 
should you choose to. And uh, I didn't get much more out of it because it was not compatible with my system, my software, but it was really kind of a neat, neat concept. Some of these technologies, some of these things that are happening, uh, another company that's um, literally a staffing agency that's all online. And it's a, it's a really cool thing. Um, it's, it's really exciting. I mean, it's probably not something that's going to work in my area just by the numbers, but it's already working in certain other areas. And it's, it's really fascinating. I mean, some of these things and these technologies that's put to, it's really cool. I would say that's the number one thing before anyone, if you are fee for service and you're like, my practice isn't growing, but it's because I'm fee for service. So I only get two new patients a month from mm-hmm. my internal referrals. It really has to be your phone call recording and your phone skills. And because if you listen to them, I didn't used to, and it doesn't take much time once you get some of these platforms that'll help you. You'll kind of see like, oh, why was this call 10 minutes? Or why was this? But you'll see how often it's like, oh, hi, um, I'd like to be a new patient in your practice. Instead of like, wonderful, with whom am I speaking? Do you take Delta Dental? No, uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm Nicole. What, what was your name again? Yeah. Oh, it's Sunny. Sunny, so nice to speak with you. Who may I thank for referring you to our office? Or how'd you hear about our office? Oh, it's because of um, I'm interested in laser dentistry. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, let me start by, if they go right into like, let me start by gathering some information versus tell me more what you're interested in. Oh, well, I've had this tooth and blah, blah, blah. And I've had six opinions like, People will start giving you these stories mm-hmm. and this formula of having calls be two minutes, just get them in. Then you can close it once they're in the office. I, that doesn't at least work for me. I don't want to meet a bunch of people and then try and build rapport when they think that crown should be $500. I'm going to be like, Hey, there's this guy, Stephen Montner over. <laughs> you might have to drive really far and wait really long, but he'll do it for that amount. No problem. But really having the team vet the patients, but doing it all through the the phone call experience, Mm -hmm. it really, when it aligns with that, it's so easy to have everyone have a great customer experience, to close the cases, to know what their intake is, to have the patient Mm -hmm. feel heard, which generates more referrals, blah, blah, blah. All those things really go together. So I would say for anyone starting with that, really be willing to look at your phones because, oh my gosh, it was such a pain point for me in the front that I ended up changing my phone call systems. And then, like I said, changing team because they just weren't logging the calls. They weren't getting mm-hmm. back to people. They weren't checking the emails and people were getting really upset. So maybe it's good. I wasn't getting any reviews during that time. They would have <laughs> all been bad. <laughs> well, great stuff. We'll, we'll end it there. Uh, if you want to share anything, Nicole, on the show notes or anything, access to the videos that you spoke of or anything like that, I think that would I be a good spot. Post some of them in the group if people want to watch it. Good spot um, to put it. Yeah, I mean, a good spot to put it. I should it tell you too. I shot all fifteen of those videos for eight hundred bucks. All right. How much time? And take I did a full photo session too. So I had pictures of the team, professional pictures of me, professional videos. I mean, talk about a great ROI. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you as always. Thank you very much for your time and sharing so generously again with all of our listeners and everybody. So if they want to reach out to Moonlight Beach Dental, did I get that right? 
Uh, yeah. And I think I'm Nicole Bain Dentist now is my new handle. And or you could just message me on um, a lot of people choose Facebook or Instagram to, right. to connect with me. Sounds good. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Thanks for listening to the Fee for Service Dentist Podcast. If you would like to share your fee for service story, please fill out our contact form at ffsdentistry.com. Also, be sure to join our Fee for Service Dentistry Facebook group. For help starting your dental membership plan, visit dentalmembershipdirect.com and membershipmastercourse.com. Finally, for help with in-house financing, visit dentalfinancingdirect.com. And don't forget, your story is what you make of it. This is your name on the door and your reputation on the line. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time.